the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Steps in the city. Steps in the city. There'll be FF stock Happy Tuesday, Steph. Happy All Saints Day. Oh, yes, it is. It's uh, Dia de los Muertos today. I was saying, thinking how we keep saying see you next Tuesday, and then I'm like, can we record Tuesday? But technically, it's Tuesday for us, so it still works. Right, so I can see you next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, Halloween was yesterday. And, it didn't even uh, feel like I, Halloween to me. It didn't, although, you know what? I typically don't get any trick-or-treaters. And just on a whim on Sunday, I'm like, let me just buy a bag of candy just in case. And like, we can eat it if the trick-or-treaters don't come by. Well, I told Joe was heading out. David headed out. I'm like, all right, just stick the candy in a bowl on the deck. And, you know, if kids come, they come. Well, here I had to like wait till like 12 kids got done picking the candy off my deck so I could pull in my driveway. Like my house was oh, swarmed. they were all in there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, OK. So you didn't have um, anyone take the whole bowl. No, That's I think good. there was like a parent with them, even though there were some older kids. I have a feeling the older kids took a couple you know, instead of just one, but that's fine by me. Like I said, I normally don't get any trick or treaters. Yeah. Cause my, you know, my driveway, you gotta like really walk down it to, to like reach the house. So, um, yeah. But then I was worried cause I'm like, I'm not getting off the couch with my bum leg. And I'm like, I'm not getting up to answer the door. I don't have a doorbell. So people are going to be banging on the door. Like, I'm just going to put some more treats in the bowl and, uh, you know, just leave it on the deck. Well, I was like, God, do I have any more treats? So I feel bad because I like had candy bars, but then I'm like, okay, here's some fruit snacks for the kids that can't have like chocolate. And then my ex-mother-in-law is always buying my kids like the antique candy. I don't know if you know, it's like, you know, the little sugar dots on the paper. Oh yeah. Okay. So I had some of that kind of like old fashioned candy and you know, it was wrapped in plastic at like that. It wasn't expired or anything. So I'm like, oh, let me just throw that in there because nobody's going to fucking eat this shit at my house. So I threw it in there. And surprisingly enough, I only had a couple crunch bars and a couple fruit snacks left at the end of the night. So I was hmm. like, OK, so I, I guess I did have some trick or treaters. Yeah. And I wasn't the only person that took the easy way out because my neighbor put a like a a bucket Menards bucket with the, with his candy bowl on top of it at the end of his driveway too. So I and was like, well, I don't have, have to come a bucket. up to the door. No. And I know I was like, well, I could take one of my little end tables off the deck. And I'm like, that's just too much fucking work. If they want candy, they can walk down and get it. So, <laughs> but how was your Halloween party? It was so fun. It was good. We yeah. You time. looked really cute. Yeah. You I worked post out. I did. The, um, that Nikki tutorials. She's like a makeup artist. Um, mm, there's so many of those on uh, like TikTok and Facebook. I really like her and she had a Bratz one. So I'm like, I'll do that. And I like, of course, had a crazy day running around. I get home. I'm like doing I'm like this. I was about to wash my face and go to bed. I'm like, I fucked my whole face up. So oh, that yeah. was a little rough. But otherwise, it was fun. 
You're so funny. Well, that was my friend up in Canada. She like dressed up at this. It was a, such a cute, like, you know, one of those old fashioned clowns, you know, reminding me of like Cookie from Bozo Circus. And clowns so she so sent me creepy, a picture. No, nah, hers was cute. It was like, remember, I don't, you're too young, but like that red buttons. He used, to, I think he used to dress up as a clown. So she had this cute clown costume on and she sent me the pictures and she's like, OK, I'm going to bed now. So she got all dressed up, took pictures and went to bed. <laughs> so she didn't go I'll anywhere. Post a picture. Yeah, to. post a picture on uh, whatever, Facebook or Instagram. I think it goes to both places now that they're related. But yeah, Halloween. Yeah, no, I didn't do anything even over the weekend. Oh, I did go over to the... Um, Arboretum there in South Barrington. They had their Arboretum event. So it's like all the stores there uh, have candy for the kids to come trick or treat. And then they had this big, like, it's, it's like a, you know, when you go to a wedding and they have like those permanent tents that you, that the, you can yeah. have like your wedding in. It, they have one of those set up in the middle where they um, have the fountain and they had like characters in there that you could take your pictures with and a DJ and stuff. So, that was fun. I love seeing all the little kids. Like that's, you know, that's what Halloween is about. So Yeah, I do like that was the kids. Cute. Yeah, one kid was speed racer. I'm like I asked the mom, I'm like, "Where the hell did you get that costume?" She's like, "eBay." I'm like, "Oh my god, I love speed racers." So then me and her were singing the go speed racer, you know, and the kids were just looking at us like we were nuts. And I had uh, to no, go to he, Albany Park last night and driving back down Lawrence. It was crazy. All the kids were out. So it's like, that's kind of oh, fun I'm to see sure. Well, the weather was so nice, too. Yeah, it so really it's not nice like time. they have to be all bundled up or they're getting rained on. So the weather was nice. I mean, the weather's going to be nice, too, for the next couple of weeks. I still have a I boat in the that. water over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, I guess we're in no hurry to take the boat out. And I still have a lot of my plants outside, too. I'm like, well, they ain't going to die. It's not, you know, it's 40s at night. They're okay. I'm so. staying with Lenny again in Ed's building. and Oh, my God, she's so it's cute. It's been nice out, but, like, it gets hot in here. So I had the window open, and, you know, they have the balcony, so... Yeah. When I came, I had to come Saturday for a few hours and she had the door open. So when I got here Sunday, I just left the door open and I was a little hungover, of course. So <laughs> I'm like, let's lay on the couch and she'll like the dog will like to like cuddle up and nap. So yeah. we're going to take a little nap. So she's like laying on me and we're like I've dozed Aww. off a little, but I felt her like get up. So I looked, standing in the doorway of the balcony, the door's open, there's a pigeon just staring at us. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. What would you have done if it got in the condo? I mean, that's all I was thinking. Like, it could easily just come right in right now. Oh my so God. That's I, like, hilarious. set the dog down because she's staring at it. And I jump up and then it jumped up onto the railing and flew away. But I was like, holy shit, that would have been terrible. <laughs> this poor puppy, she's probably like, this is a weird looking doggy. I'm terrified of birds too. Like, what was I going to do? Hit it and kill oh, it? Oh, I didn't know you were terrified of birds. I don't like birds. birds. Like, I would have oh. been scared of it. I was just listening to something and they were saying like everybody, well, not everybody, but there are conspiracy theory. People believe that pigeons are like government uh, spy so bots. over all the conspiracy theories. Like I just That like birds anymore. aren't real. They're all yeah. just like spy bots. <laughs> and the weather's like, not real. I've seen. It's just like, come on, uh, people. 
you know what? We're we're living in some sort of simulated whatever anyway. So nothing's real, to be honest. So whatever. It but is yeah, what that it was is. Uh, my little Halloween spook. Oh, yeah, pigeon. Well, it is kind of spooky. I don't think I want any spooks, so I got enough spooks going on in my house all the time. Right? I don't yeah. think I need to ask for any more. That's Although Lenny today is the, f- the microphone, so everyone knows. Oh, is she? Um, today is the first of the month, so I do have my little rituals that I do. Like when I wake up, I do my white rabbit, my white rabbit, white rabbit. And then... I always forget um, to do that. I know before I go to bed, I usually remind the kids. I'm like, don't forget to do your rabbit rabbit in the morning. And they're like, okay. But there's like, there were a few different rituals. I just sent it over to my cousin and and her, her buddy. Well, I guess I'm friends with her too. But um, yeah, it's like first of the month rituals. Jeez, do I need glasses? <laughs> um, do you wear glasses? Well, I wear glasses to see far, and now apparently I need glasses to see close because I wear glasses all day long at work now. Mm. Instead, well, they're like magnifiers because, you know, when I'm looking at a small little piece of an eyelid or something, I need to see up close. But I never used to need readers. It just I woke up one day and all of a sudden needed them, even though my eye doctor's like, we well, only need like the point five zero, but I think I wear like one point five zero at work. I'm starting to need um, readers, I think. Sucks. it's horrible and i did try to make like the the font larger on the iphone and i hated it so i'm like mine is I'll more like squint. you know like a beauty product or something i can never read the back of it now oh yeah i have readers next to my bed i have a pair in my well a couple pairs in my lab a i haven't pair bought in my any yet maybe i should i don't want it. you know what go to like tj maxx or nordstrom or marshall's and they have like cute little fashionable ones for like three for like fifteen dollars or something i mean you could just go to the dollar store too and they're a dollar but i remember my mom used to buy those like 10 packs of like they're just yeah even costco i guess i haven't even thought about checking at costco I mean, like I said, I've got a bunch of pairs in my lab and I have like a pair of like professional magnifiers, but I look like I'm going down in the fucking coal mine when I put those <laughs> things on. So I just wear my cute little cat's eye ones. But no, on the first of the month, so maybe make a note to do this like next month, but you take like three, three scoops of cinnamon. I just use like a teaspoon or even a half a teaspoon, whatever fucking spoon I got in the drawer. And you spoon it into your palm and you stand outside of your door and you blow it into the house, like through your front door. And that's to welcome luck and prosperity. Okay. You um, do this every month? Then- Every month. Yeah. You know what? I started doing all these little silly rituals and like, you know, me and my New Year's Day stuff where I make the kids do the I make the greens and the black eyed peas. And I do, you know, I do all that stuff. But I put the quarters on the windowsills like I do all that stuff just because during the pandemic, I'm like, I'm bored. Like, let's do some fun stuff. And now I'm superstitious. So I make sure I do it. Is it silver dollars over the doorways? You know, like there's things that she just always had and I never even thought about. Yeah. So it's it's really you should put silver on your windowsills. And I have them, I guess, on in all my doorways, too. You're right. So if you like walk in my house and you'll be like, why are all these quarters on the 
on the doorway, like the door frame. Be like, just leave them there. Just leave them there. But yeah, you um you can burn your favorite smoke cleansing herbs. So like your Palo Santo or your um your sage, whatever you like. I mean, you could even do uh cloves, you could do bay leaf. So whatever favorite smoke cleansing herbs you like, um, you can you burn that to remove negative energy. And then um, they say like, just clean, clean a space, like start the month off with a clean space. So whether it's just cleaning your kitchen or your room or your bathroom, like whatever, you don't have to clean the whole house. And then um, sprinkle salt on your doorways for luck and protection, which I, I do that a lot, especially when David goes to his girlfriend's haunted house and he sleeps over there. <laughs> like I have, I have salt and sage outside so he can do that before he comes in my house. <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but girl, I've had enough over here. I had to have Ghostbusters and the priest and it's like fucking poltergeist over here. Yeah, you got to be safe. Right? Go to the light, Caroline. <laughs> um, did you watch any scary movies leading up to Halloween or no? No, I don't really watch scary movies. I keep seeing and I keep asking my cousin loves scary movies. And I keep seeing on Twitter that barbarian movie is supposed to be really good. And part of me was like, maybe I'll watch it. But I'm like, no, I know what a scaredy cat I am. What did I watch? I watched Beetlejuice with the kids one night because we're like, let's watch Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. That and I then my watch. son. Yeah. And the kids are like, that's Alec Baldwin. I'm like, no, it's not. And yes. then I had to Google it. I'm like, oh, my God, it is. Like, yeah. he looks so different. He was cute back then. He was cute when he was um, younger. Yeah. Yeah. And then what did I watch the other night? I was like, oh, let me watch a scary movie. Oh, I watched it. The cl- the newer yeah, one no, though, from 2017. It. Just because I love the music in that movie. But yeah, I watched that. And then I'm like, I kind of need to watch the second part of it. No way. Um, <laughs> the scary clown. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That guy did a really good job. I forget what his name is. The actor, because he's, he's like one like of the brothers. brothers, right? Like one of those. Yeah, and he's so good looking. But he was, yes, A- Alex Skarsgård or something. Skarsgård. You're right. Bill. Oh yeah, Bill. And but now when you know that it's him, and then you like the scary clown looks like him, so now I can't separate the two. <laughs> Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so now I can't separate the two. As I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were a, a, like a podcast listener. And I'm like, there's some podcasts that I listen to, and I love like the guys' voices. They're so like deep and sexy. And and I'm like, I, I don't ever ruin it for myself by looking up what they look like, because I know they're not going to look at all like I picture them with that like really nice voice. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think I ruined it for myself with Roman Mars from 99% Invisible. Like I... I love his voice and I pictured him completely different. And then when I looked him up, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's got a he's got a face for radio. (laughs) But it is important to hear someone's voice. Like if you're on a dating app, because I've met people in person and then I'm like, oh, my God, I can't. Oh, 100 percent. I won't go on a date until I talk to someone on the phone and I hear their voice. So I know that sounds petty, but I can't no, do it's it. it's true. Because there was someone I really liked and then we met in person. I'm like, I can't with this voice. I can't do it. <laughs> and then you're stuck, right? Unless mm-hmm. you're like, oops, I got diarrhea. I got to go. <laughs> like, they're not going to get mad at you for saying you have diarrhea, even if it's a lie. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah. No, well, that hinge now, a lot of guys are talking on there. So you can hear their voices before you a even couple swipe emails. on them. So-and-so liked you on hinge, but I told you, I just can't even bring myself to open it. Eh, you know what? If you're happy doing doing what you're doing, then don't. It's just a waste of time. I'm just Honestly. ready to go on vacation. And now I have to go to San Francisco next week for work. I'm like, can I just have like a not crazy week until seriously you're going to san francisco and then you got to turn and burn and go right back out to the uk right yeah oh that's crazy where are you staying in san fran oh probably with the client they have the hotels because you know i work with all the hotels yeah Um, yeah. i like san francisco i was only there the one time and it was for work too um I liked it. Yeah, it was fine. But it's always for work. Yeah. So I need to go. I need to go there, not for work. And Boston, I've been to a million times, but just for work. I want to go there, not for work. You know what's kind of fun if you've never been not for work is Washington, D.C. Oh, I love. Yeah, that's. um. Yeah. Shane lives there and I've been there a couple of times now and I loved it there. Oh, yeah, because you were there when I was in Baltimore and it was like we were oh, yeah. we were so close. Right. Yeah. I think I no, flew I into love Baltimore DC. the one time. And is it it's the Tenderloin, right? Is that like the one district with like all the fun bars and stuff like that? Right. Or that I in San Francisco. City? I think that's oh, maybe San that is San Francisco. OK, there's another area in D.C. like that, <laughs> that I went to. The one night we went to like where Howard University is, we went to bars there and I had like my time of my life i was like 38 years old like i want to go to howard and come here every night like, i'm telling you it's fun down so there fun. yeah i really and have, like you, have you ever been have you ever been to georgetown or no oh yeah that's fun too that's fun too we went to arlington I... virginia when we were there and then yeah. uh just like yeah. dc Hopefully you'll get to take some more trips without it being for work. Yeah, no, those two yeah. places I want to go to not for work. So I have to just figure it yeah. out. San Francisco's cool. I'm trying to think of, I don't know. Oh, there, uh, Stinkin' Rose is the one restaurant you love. Garlic. Oh, my God. Everything in there is just garlic, garlic, garlic. But it's so delicious. I remember where I went to eat because when I'm there, I was like there alone for work. I had to go to that. Uh, realtor conference oh so yeah I, like treated yeah. myself to dinner the one night and i can't remember where now but it was really good yeah i think uh, this one's called stinking rose if i'm not mistaken and then i went to that bimbo's 365 club what is that and that's where I, it's like a it's like a little cabaret club kind of and i saw richard cheese there remember richard cheese um when i remember he, you playing he, him yeah yes so i went to see richard cheese and um it was a cute club but i was like looking around i was with my friend cassie and i'm like looking around and i'm like i can't tell who's male and who's female like everybody just looks just so androgynous in here so i'm like you know you normally go and you're like oh where's the cute guys yet and i'm like well everybody is really good looking and i can't tell if they're men or women (laughs) so i'm like all right san francisco Way I went to, to I just looked it up. Aliotos. It's right in Fisherman's Wharf. It's like super historic restaurant. It's closed. Oh no. For good. Because of COVID after 97 years. There's another one in there. It's the bread company. What what the hell is there that? There are a one bunch called? of places in there. I just, you know, I yeah. love seafood. So I was like, oh, that's the so sad that cool. it closed. 
Did you see all the sea? Is it sea lions out there? Did I see sea lions? I don't remember. They're all on this one little pier out there and they smell. Oh, yeah. During the day when you go over there, they fight and they stink, but they're cool. I went to see the Golden Gate Bridge and it was all foggy, so I didn't really get to see it. See it. (laughs) That's pretty, too. Yeah. Yeah. Except for there were like seven of us in an Uber and I was like, I'm going to get car sick with all these people in this fucking car. I just like try to do a little bit something touristy while I was there. (laughs) Even though I was alone. And you should. Like even when I travel for business, I always try to either see a baseball game or a concert. So It's nice too because my boss is like total food maniac and he like when I'm with him, he always picks like we had the best meal in Detroit and we walked in on a Tuesday night. It was packed in there. I'm like, oh, you knew what to pick. Um, So that's nice, too. Like, I'll be with him next week, and I'm sure we'll eat something good. Hey, I'm trying to th- Where did I just go? Oh, I went to Philadelphia. And my... Right? Yeah, I went to Philly. And my boss used to live there for a while. So I remember before I went, he's, like, giving me a list of all these restaurants. And he's like, this is where I used to live. And he's pulling up all these maps. I'm like, bro, I just want to go. I don't want to see where you used to live. And he's he's funny. Every now and then he likes to trip down memory lane. And then you just kind of get stuck in there with them, right? <laughs> so I guess, when you, yeah, when you're, like, near where you used to live, it's kind of like that's what happens in your brain. I guess, but I mean, I lived in Vegas so long ago that when I go, it doesn't, nothing even looks remotely familiar to me anymore when I go. So it, it, it's almost like, oh yeah, well, wherever I lived was wiped off the map and they just built right on top of it. Like, yeah, nothing Vegas looks familiar so to me. Yeah, Vegas for sure. Like, I'm like, where did all these like expressways come from? And like this, it was not like this in the 90s, so... That city for sure changes a lot. Um, yeah. So we'll have. When are you going to San Francisco? Monday night. Oh my goodness! So yeah. I don't want you to. better get packing. I just Ugh. packed my bag, but it's to go to the sleep center tomorrow. Woohoo! <laughs> I feel like I and got a, a good night of sleep there when I did it. Really? Yeah, I, don't, I didn't feel I, like it was. I don't know what to expect. I'm like, hey, I got to bring pajamas. I sleep naked. Am I even going to feel like sleeping all bundled up in clothes? Wear but I have to. a t-shirt and shorts or a tank top and shorts. I did. Well, I brought a t-shirt and shorts and I'm like, what if it's cold in there? So then I brought like a pair of pants and a sweatshirt, you know, like pajamas. I just remember I was like laying in the bed watching TV and the person came in to like start hooking me up and like kind of stopped was looking at me like, oh. Like trying to figure out how they're going to hook me up and then walked out. I'm like, what are you saying? My boobs are too big. <laughs> like, What's happening? <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't remember yeah. it being bad. Well, I did that and then that... I did the one at home. I did the I home preferred. one and that's why they want me to do the the sleep overnight one because it just was inconclusive. Uh... Um, but she did tell me like every time you if you have to get up to pee, they have to unhook you and then hook you back up again. I don't remember. I mean, now it would suck because I pee a lot more, I feel like, in the night. But I don't yeah. remember ever getting up. I also had to. My yeah. grandma did hers. Maybe I'm, like, thinking of both of them. Someone had to stay with her because she was, like, 80-something. And I went oh, and did they it. didn't want her dying in her sleep. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, just to have some, like, necks of kin there. So I, oh, that's you know, funny. I'm a good granddaughter. I volunteered and I stayed there with her, too. But I don't remember now. 
Did you sleep in the bed with her? No, I think in the room they though. gave you another room. Oh, you, they gave you I another think. room. God, my memory is. They shot. look like hospital rooms or like hotel rooms. Kind of like a hotel, like, like a hybrid hotel hospital. Yeah, yeah. It's not like super so. sterile where it's it's kind of homey. Yeah, it didn't look horrible. So yeah, I just packed my little bag. I got my vitamins and my pajamas and my little toiletry bag because I don't know if I, I they might make me stay to do my narcolepsy test oh god <laughs> if I know so like while I'm doing the sleep apnea test if I hit certain markers or whatever then I have to stay for what's called a sleep latency test which is for narcolepsy so that means I just have to stay the next day and then they have me take like a series of naps you have to stay the, the day. night or during the day I have so I stay over and I start off at night, right. right? And then I guess by the time I wake up in the morning, they'll tell me if I need to stay for the day. Oh, okay. So if I have to stay for the day, that's why I brought my toiletry kit because I'm like, well, then I'll probably have to shower, brush my teeth, you know, all that good stuff instead of, you know, doing like, okay, I'm up and I'm going straight home. You know, I'm not gonna. So I, I won't I know right to work. I'm trying to remember now. Well, I know that you can take a shower and stuff and go to yeah, work. Yeah, I think I did. But I took the day off because I might have to stay the whole day to do. Yeah, just these. in case. Right, right. But they're already like driving me nuts at work. Like, okay, well, are you going to let us know if you're going to be able to make it in? Are you going to let, you know what? I requested this day off in September. Yeah. So like, that's not my deal. If you guys can't live without me, like really? So, um, yeah, so we'll see. I'll have news to report on the next show fun, to see fun. if I really have apnea. And you know what I've been doing? I've been taking magnesium glycinate before I go to bed now and I sleep better, way better. I so, take that with my vitamins. I wonder if I should take it at night. Take it at night. And I'm trying to think there was another vitamin I take that they say you should take at night. My B vitamins, maybe. Hmm. I don't take very many vitamins, but but one of them they said take at night because it can make you sleepy. So I, I just take everything at night. I take my Lexapro at night because it can make you sleepy. <laughs> oh, really? Maybe I need some of that. I don't know. It's been an interesting week because I, I have like no hormones on board because I stopped all of my like progesterone cream and my birth control pills. Like I stopped everything. So I think I'm just a little kind of mellow. I don't haven't had any caffeine either. So I just feel kind of like quiet tired <laughs> well you haven't Whatever. been quiet so that's good yeah i haven't fallen asleep yet while we're doing the show so we're doing all right well let's do a couple what's popping this week on a handstand i can't do a handstand i used to be able to do handstands but not anymore yeah, i think we talked about i just it. picture I myself I just do it in a pool in the pool right but i think outside of the pool if i even tried i just picture both of my arms just snapping <laughs> like, <laughs> nope nope um so you are a twitter person 
have you been keeping up with this whole like Elon Musk and he finally bought Twitter and then he fired all the execs and now he's talking about like cutting I guess he asked all these managers to like make lists of people that were like expendable that he could fire. Yeah, Did and you I know read it? um I've seen some of it and then some of it's been like fake like people have been like those two guys stood outside the office with boxes and like <laughs> said they had just gotten oh fired, really had, like, i didn't hear stupid that names like mike hunt and stuff <laughs> like oh. um <laughs> so i saw like both so i'm kind of like eh, you know i'll believe whatever when i see it um i don't yeah. know i hate elon musk he's just annoying to me so i i mean he's annoying but yet. that motherfucker's yeah he's got a horseshoe up his ass that guy well he also like, came for money so it's not like he he's self-made yeah, but like with all of his SpaceX stuff, like it, he is making money off the government because that everybody's using him to like blast their spat- satellites into space and shit. Mm-hmm. Like he's definitely cornered the market there. So I don't know. I don't like the fact that he said he's going to let like people that have been banned from Twitter back on like the Cheeto man. Like, Well, I mean, did you see that graph of the N word? Like just when he like he took over because he's like going to be lenient with the rules. I didn't see like, the graph, it was like, but up I've like seen... 500% people tweeting that it's like, what the fuck is wrong with everyone? I've heard that, that the N word, not only that, but like a lot of anti-Semitism and just, it's like a free for all now. Yeah, no, I've heard that. Believe me. The only reason I go on Twitter is to go on my uh, guitar guy. What's his name? Oh yeah, your porn. My porn st- site guy that I, I go know on. I, Billy I guitar. Really, I don't want to have to leave. <laughs> That's Twitter. the only reason I go on Twitter. <laughs> but I might have to, even though I don't want to. Well, do you have the blue check mark? No. So, uh, so now that's like the big news with this Twitter is that they will take away your check mark if you don't start paying nineteen ninety nine a month. Yeah, I think it was like Stephen King said, like, okay, it's time for me to leave or something. And yeah, I saw that. Like, well, what would you pay? Like eight dollars a month? It's like it's not about how much, you stupid fuck. It's like it's why would people you pay didn't have just to pay have a before? Check mark? It doesn't make right. sense. He's like, already a billionaire. Does he really need to charge people to have their check mark? Everything has to be monetized. Don't you know that? Everything. Ugh. Well, I don't know. Kanye West, he ain't going to be monetizing oh, nothing. No. <laughs> good guy. What he a fucked mess. himself good. What a mess. Yeah. yeah he's so just... Adidas totally dropped his ass. And in, in, in spite of the fact that Adidas admits that they're going to be missing out on $250 million in profits. I don't know who's buying As a all result that shit, of that. though. His stuff is so ugly. You know, I know my son buys some of it, but he holds on to it and then then sells it like when it's worth a lot. Like I, the other day, he's like, yeah, I just sold a pair of shoes for fifteen hundred dollars. I'm wow. like, what? I'm like, how much did you pay for him? He's like, I don't know, like two fifty. And I'm like, all nice. right. Like, I'm like, I'll front you the money. Keep on buying them shoes. So, yeah, he's bought some of the Yeezys and. You know, he buys them and just sells them. You know, he watches and waits and sees like after sometimes it's longer than a year and then the value goes up really high and he sells them. My cousin does that too. He's always like, everyone go on and buy, try to get these for me. It's like we all ignore him. 
<laughs> but that's true. Like Joey, a lot of times, like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see if I can get these shoes. I'm like, all right, have fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you got the time and you got the money to invest and sit on it, you can make a good, good buck later on. Yeah. I don't, I don't have the patience for it. Not at all. Mm-mm. Uh, what else do we have going on? I'm like looking at my notes right now and realizing that I didn't like cut anything out from last week. <laughs> we have another Whoops. celebrity death. Who died? Take off from the Migos. He got shot. Oh, yes. I just heard about that. I just it's, heard about that. It's just that. crazy. He was like playing dice and someone shot him. It's like, what the fuck? He's like 28 years old. Young, right? Well, wh- what happened over there? Was it in Portage Park or what? Wh- where was it last night? Or Garfield uh, Park? Was it I think Garfield, it was Garfield Park? Park? Yeah, there was like thirteen people. Um, I don't. Know. Yeah, they were I mean, like trick or treating or out on the street crazy. or whatever. Yeah, and somebody just because I had a couple friends on Facebook marking themselves safe from the shooting, and I'm like, what's going on here? Where do they live that they were doing that? I don't know. Do they live in Garfield Park? I have no idea. They're just baseball people, people. are funny sometimes with that, I think. Um, oh, yeah. Well, all of my my California people, anytime anything happens in California, they're all marking themselves safe. And I'm like, this happened in Southern California and you're in fucking Northern California. What are you marking yourself safe for? You weren't even close. Yeah, it was like the West Side. Um, West Side. But it was like a three-year-old, a 12-year-old. Like, it was a lot of people. Yeah, it was like trick-or-treaters and just, you know, Horrible. people out having a having a good little Halloween night. Yeah. And then, where was it? In Korea or something? There was a big stampede, <gasps> stampede of people. Like 150 people. Yes, and they're saying majority of the people that died were women. So they got all got crushed. One of them was some K-pop star, like a boy I saw. Oh, really? I I did hear there were two Americans. One was like the niece or the daughter of like a politician. I in the saw States, it. But yeah, it was like what to do if you're in one of those surges. Like what and I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm not even going to read this because I don't want to be in big crowds anymore. I'm too old for that shit. Well, that's <laughs> so, the thing. It's just like, eh, nah, I'm, even when I go to like Riot Fest or Big Fest, I'm like, I just sit way in the back or away from all the people because yep. I've learned my lesson. Remember, I got in a fight with that one guy and I had to have the the juggalos back me oh, up. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> so I'm like, nah, it's not worth it. It's not you never know who like, OK, prime example, driving on the street with that guy with the gun in his car. Like you never know who's packing what. Yeah. So why even take a chance? It's not worth it. I'm happy on my couch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same. Um. So let's see. We've got some topics that we haven't really hit lately. So let's let's try some of those. So I've got some pot talks. Let's hear it. There's a funny video of me from Saturday. I walked into the party. I'm like, where the hell? Because I got Damien liquor because he had to work up until like right before the party. So I was going to stop. I'm like, I'll get him liquor. So I carry all this shit in and I get in there. I'm like, where is everyone? There's like a rooftop in our friend's building. So they're like, they were up up there. there. Yeah. So I walked up there. And I'm like, hey. And like Davian immediately handed me a blunt. So I'm like, ooh. So <laughs> my friend Chris had taken a video of me just like because I just got there. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like I immediately walk in and I'm smoking. <laughs> I'm like, it's Davion's fault. He handed it to me as soon as I walked in. So it was yeah. a really funny video of me like, just coming That's in and funny. immediately taking some, taking a hit or two. I, you know what? I mean, it's the thing. Like it's when legal. I had all the girls over, I'm like, they're like, uh, it's time to puff. I'm like, all right. I'm like, oh, I said you could smoke in the house. She goes, no, man, this is going to stink up the house. I'm well, like, Chris all was right. like, I'm sad I can't post that because I'm like, I don't care. It's legal. So if, if I was smoking a cigarette, it would be the same thing. Oh, yeah. It's legal now. Yeah. No, I want to say my son, his uh, his employer like used to do like random drug testing and stuff and even like drug tests before you get the job. And uh, he said that they stopped screening for marijuana. Because it's legal now. No, we were going to the airport in Detroit, my boss and I. And uh, I don't know why we were talking about drugs with the Uber driver. (laughs) (laughs) But he was saying that they it's not legal but they like decriminalize psychedelics like in ann arbor oh i think they did that in it was at oregon or washington too yeah so i was like like, i've never taken like a mushroom or anything because i don't like mushrooms but also because like i don't want to hallucinate and like the uber driver and my boss were like you don't really hallucinate so we're like talking about all these different drugs oh really (laughs) and my boss is like if you ever tell anyone this like he's talking about when he was in amsterdam and stuff I will kill. I'm like, why are we having, we shouldn't be having this conversation then. Like, who cares? But it was really funny talking about all different drugs with my boss. (laughs) That is funny. Well, I remember traveling with my old boss and we were like talking about religion and marriage. And I'm like, I don't think I would have ever talked about this shit with him if we didn't have to travel together. Yeah. So I used to travel with him to New York and we'd be stuck in the car, stuck on the plane. I mean, I've worked um, with him for yeah. almost 10 years now, so it was fine. It was just funny to be having that convo with him. <laughs> right. Now you're like, can't come in. I did mushrooms. Sorry. I'm like, no, I like Molly. <laughs> Molly was really fun when I did Molly. <laughs> like, we're talking I've about I've never tried drugs. that. <laughs> uh, I do like Molly. I don't know now in my old age, but when I was younger, I liked it. Yeah, I've never tried it. I guess I'm too old now. I mean, I don't know. Uh, too- I don't think you are. No. I don't know. I can't even fucking take melatonin. You think I'm going to yeah, be actually, able to take Yeah, actually, you're your you're special one, so maybe don't take it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Definitely special stuff. Definitely <laughs> special. So if you were in Canada, specifically Toronto, um, you can get your cannabis without waiting too long for it to show up because Uber Eats is now delivering pot <laughs> in Toronto. See, I knew I wanted to so. go to Toronto. I thought, isn't that kind of funny? So um, you place an order, they warn you, like, you know, are you 19 years old? Because that's the legal age up there. And then one of the retail's own retailers' own bud tenders will deliver your item. Well, so, when we were in Michigan, we got it delivered from like a dispenser. I don't think they do it in Chicago, but I think other states have that too. It's not Uber Eats, but it's uh, like they have a delivery service. Yeah, I think, well, they said this other place called Leafly, they, Leaf Fly, Leafly. Maybe that's they what we also, used. Pardon me? I can't remember if that's what we used, but we had already been drinking and we were like, let's just have it delivered, you know. Yeah, because they'll deliver alcohol too, so. No, Drizzly oh. does, so maybe that's what Leafly is, like a Drizzly. 
Maybe, and it's in Canada. But yeah, so, hey, Torontonians, right? Torontonians. Torontonians. It's another place I want to go. I got to put all these on my list. Make a list? You're going to have to do like a, uh, what are those called? The, um, like the board. Uh, Where you uh, visualize your stuff. I always think about doing it, and I have never done it. Yeah, just kind of. Not a mood board. What the hell is it called? Vision board. I know what vision. Vision board. I said visual. (laughs) Vision. Um. Yeah. Do a vision board. I have like a list in my phone of places I want to go. So. Yeah, but if you do like a little, just get yourself a piece of cardboard, piece of scrapbooking paper, whatever, and start putting all your destinations on there. Glue them on there. Look at them every day. Guarantee you, you'll be going to some of them. So. All right. Maybe I'll do that when we're done here. (laughs) Do my little. I'll do my little thing. Um, I have, I have some like treat yourself, be good to yourself. Uh, I need that little tips. Yes, I and I keep meaning to do it every show, but like we get hung up on other stuff, and so here we go. So treat yourself, and if you're feeling anxious, there has been a new study published that says just looking at water for a few minutes every day could help calm your mind. I believe so. That. You don't even. Yeah, you don't even need to be near the lake. I think, didn't they used to say that about fish tanks? Like if you have a fish tank in the house, it calms you by looking at the fish tank. Probably. I love water. Like, and when I would watch Albert when they lived like right off the lake, I love just sitting there and staring at the lake. Same. When I go to the, I haven't, granted, I haven't been in a long time, but going to the Shedd Aquarium and oh, just yeah. sitting in the whale, the, the beluga whale uh, exhibit, and it's like r- the, it's all windows and it's Lake Michigan beyond the windows. I just love sitting there and just w- looking at all the water and every now and then the whale jumps up. And I guess yeah, you could just even calm. put on a YouTube if you want. That's true. My coworker the other day, I'm like, I go up front to print something. I'm like, am I here in the ocean? And she's like, oh, yeah, I've got it on my phone. I'm like, oh, okay. thought I was hearing things. I, I have that waves. rain rain app where I, uh, I have like a, your own mix and mine is like ocean waves and rain and lightning or, or thunder or something. I don't know. Ooh, <laughs> I would like that. I one. made a mix. Yeah, you'll have to share that one with me. I used to have one that was like the ocean, but like halfway through when you're just like dozing off, like a seagull would come on. And then you're like, what the fuck? And then a whale's like. And, and, and it's, it totally would just like, you know, ruin well, this the one's mood. just called rain rain. And I think there are certain ones that are like premium, but I don't pay for it. So. Um, and the app is called Rain Rain? Yeah. And you just like, you put oh, it on okay. and you could put like, so it'll go off in like 15 minutes if you want or 30 minutes. Oh, I like that. Maybe I'll use that for my sleep study thing. Um, Katie, what, she puts Lenny in the crate at night. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I don't like that. <laughs> no. So, so the first night we both fell asleep on the couch together and I woke up, it was like midnight or two. I don't know. It was late. So we went in the bed and she said sometimes if like she's crying, she just puts the crate on the bed next to her. <laughs> so I did that. And then I felt bad. She was like peeking out at me. So I let her curl up next to me and sleep. Oh, and uh, yeah. Katie was like, how did sleeping go? I'm like, um, well, 
like, did you admit that you didn't yeah. put her in the crate? I'm What'd like, she say? She was just laughing. I'm like, hey, I'm not a trainer. I'm a sitter. So like, you can't expect me to like do that part. Yeah. And that's like I, Albert. I told her like they always would put him in the crate when he was young or like they don't let him sleep in their bed. So like when he's with me, it's like his little vacation. Yeah, he sleeps in the bed with you. I don't oh, yeah. know. When I've dog sat people's dogs, they sleep in the bed with me. I don't. My know. cousin Annie, when her dog was a puppy, I watched him, and uh, I let him sleep in the bed with me. <laughs> and she's like, "That was the last time he ever slept in the crate." One Steph watched him. <laughs> He's oh, always in the really? bed. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. He's like, "Yeah, you can't fool me. I know the bed's more comfortable than the crate." Some people, when I watch their dogs, they're like. They like to sleep in the bed, but if you don't, I'm like, no, I want that. <laughs> like, it's fine. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. don't want that, you know, just kick them out. I'm like, no, it's totally fine. That's what I want. Yeah, I don't mind it. I, although, I don't know. They're like really, my big dogs that I had, like my Rottweiler and stuff, they would like to lay on the couch with you, but they were happy to, they went in their crates. Like, I never locked the crates at all. They, that was like their dog house. We yeah, just they had think them in of the it basement. as like their bed. Yeah. Yeah. So like all my because majority of my dogs were bigger, so they would always sleep in their crates at night or on a couch or, you know, they had their spots. I had that short hair and he loved to sleep in his crate and he had his blanket. I remember we had like a really cold night during the winter once. And it's so funny because I found him like my old house was four levels and they used to sleep. The dog crates were like on the lowest level on the fourth level. Well, I guess first level. I don't know. And it was a super cold night. And he grabbed his blanket with his mouth and dragged it up like two Aww. different levels <laughs> to like get on a warmer level because he was so cold. Like but, you know, short. His little yes, security blanket. He had his blanket. Yeah. And so it was so cute. I'm like, oh, Dookie, you brought your blanket upstairs. Have so. you seen uh, that TikTok that girl, the mom's like yelling at her and she's like, I'm just a baby. And then no, I was like, I yeah, haven't. but when I say to come here, you, she's like, I'm just a baby. <laughs> like she yells at her. I told Katie uh, that's Lenny. She's just a baby. <laughs> right? I'll have to post it. It's really funny, but that's her. She's just a baby. Aw. Oh, she well, heard me. She woke up now. Uh oh. All right. Let's let's bust a move here. <laughs> um, another thing that you can do to treat yourself is cultivate your social media to make you happier and healthier. So like your TikToks, you get fun little pet videos and stuff like that. Um, instead of following like crazy people, follow people that you can learn stuff from, like therapists or, um, like I, I told you, I'm I'm followed a couple of these divergent people groups and you know you kind of learn stuff just like you've taken all these online tiktok quizzes and you probably would have never stumbled across them you know had it no had i mean that not- adhd tiktok was the one that got me like wait you know it like clued right. me in so there is there are a couple therapists that you can follow if you're like okay well where do i find these um there's a therapist who's seattle based his name is kirk Honda, like the car, like Honda. Um, And he is an adjunct professor at Antioch University. And he puts out hours of content on YouTube. Um, And then even if you want to follow, excuse me, a dietitian, um, there's a TikTok creator and dietitian and her name is Steph Grasso. 
Uh, and then there is also a psychologist based out of Tampa, Florida named Wendy Rice. So, I mean, yeah. And on, um, you know, Instagram, you can follow certain like hashtags. And then if just someone you don't follow, but they post something and tag it, you know, whatever you want to see. Oh, yeah. You can I get think that I've done that. Feed. Yeah, I think I've done that before where I've just followed a hashtag or put in a hashtag. And all of a sudden, like if you, uh, you know, hashtag sleep apnea or something. Right. And then all these things will pop up all these posts will pop up well that's part of the reason like with twitter i feel like i've been on it so long i've really curated like a really good feed where i don't get like super irritated or you know like i i like what i follow now so if i leave i'm like all that yeah but what if it changes and right but what if they change the algorithms and you don't then it wouldn't be as hard to leave i guess (laughs) Right, right. So you'd be like, see ya, suckers, I'm out of here. Well, and I do have, again, I'm going to ask listeners to get out their pen and paper because while you're treating yourself and doing something nice for yourself and, uh, you know, by switching up your social media and looking at the water, uh, you might want to think of other ways that you can take care of yourself and your financial future and all of that. Uh, our new sponsor, John Heggie, he's an attorney and um, he is going to help you get your stuff together and give you peace of mind. Um, he handles all of the estate planning, trust administration and corporate matters on the individual family and business level. John understands that there is no one size fits all approach to estate planning and he has a passion for crafting a tailored plan that best suits the client's needs for today and tomorrow. I actually told him, I'm like, if I win the lottery on Wednesday, I'm calling you. Because <laughs> it's like up to a billion dollars again. Oh my so, God, I got to play. Yeah, Steph, get some tickets. So if you want to reach John, uh, his phone number is 847-272-7360. And his email is jheggie, H-E-G-G-I-E, at heggylaw.com. So uh, shoot him a t- uh, shoot him an email or give him a call. Uh, it, seriously, he will tailor it to your needs. If if you have a lot of stuff that you need, like this, a crazy trust, he'll do it for you. If you don't have much, but you still need to make sure you, you got everything covered, he'll do that too. So just give him a buzz. Super nice guy, friend of the show, John Heggy Law. All right. Give Steph. him a call. I'm telling you, I've, I don't even know where was I. And I was talking to some lady and I'm like, okay, here, I'm going to give you this number. <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully she took my advice. Uh, Steph, do you have some positions for I us? I do. Today? Let me play some sexy songs. I got a candle lit right now. Damn. Well, today's the first. We already said that. Yeah. And it's the cushion pin. Instead of the pin cushion, she's got him pinned on a cushion, the cushion pin. Nice. Um, So the guy's kind of like on a chair and the woman's like over him. Um, Okay. Pinning him down on the cushion. I could dig that. 100%. 2nd, Wednesday is when this will come out. The Hanging Chad, which I think we've had before. <laughs> <laughs> so Chad seems Chad. to be hanging from a pull-up bar and the woman's standing. 
and he's That's hanging funny. down. Yeah, the hanging Chad, and I mean, voting is coming up. You got to yeah, vote. Election day. We got our first. You know how a lot of people will get together and they send out postcards to like people to remind them to go vote. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that or seen people do that? I don't think so. Like I, I, I follow and I'm friends with on Facebook, Jason Narducci. Uh, he's split single, super chunk. He's a musician. And he does, he volunteer. well, he did, at least for the 2020 election. He would, the, like the wine goddess there in Evanston, they would just have postcard writing parties. So you, they, you would have a list of registered voters and you just sit there and write out postcards reminding them to go and vote. And uh, so Joey got one in the mail and I really think it. Yeah. And I think it has to do with the fact that they uh, they're really counting on the younger voters to get out there so that they can like really just flip this. Well, someone Um, sent like a mass text out to certain people like with um, voting instructions that were wrong like on purpose. And it's like, oh, really? The shadiness that goes on. Oh, dude, I, I I hate to say it because we do. We have friends of the show that are Republicans, but, you know, the, and they, they're not all bad, right? Just like not all Democrats are bad, whatever, whatever. But there are some really shady, underhanded people. Like I, we talked about that stupid newspaper full of incorrect information. Well, that's what's funny is like, because they're the ones that are always yelling about everything else being like conspiracy and um you know, people cheating because they mailed in their votes during a pandemic. And but then when they catch people, it's always that side. It's like, Uh, right. Well, and it was interesting. So, you know, I don't know. Sometimes people will post post things on Facebook and somebody else will like post an article that goes along with it. But if you're posting anything from like the Chicago Tribune or the Washington Post, I'm trying to think of what other newspapers if you go to click on the article, there's a paywall there. You can't read the article. Yeah. Right. New York Times. Right. So it's kind of like, eh. And somebody had posted, they go, they said that, you know, you want to know what's wrong with society today. It's that in order for us to really get the real news, we have to pay for it. Mm. But like Fox News and Breitbart and all those like bullshit news outlets, you can read as many articles as you want for free because they're all bullshit. Yeah. So now people are like, oh, well, the news is the news. I have to pay for this one, but I don't have to pay for that one. So I'm going to read the one that's free. Don't you know it's it's all fake news because it's the New York Times and stuff? And everyone has gotten together. It's this huge conspiracy in the world. And the only people <laughs> telling us the truth are those free sites and people who well, think that's what that, like you're going to turn into a zombie if you get the vaccine. And people who think that I saw some video earlier, this woman saying Joe Biden isn't really Joe Biden. It's people dressed up as him in videos. And the time he <laughs> fell, it was Jim Carrey dressed as Joe Biden. I was like, this oh, has to be God. fake. Like, so like to me, that's got to be like a satire. But. I'm pretty sure it wasn't <laughs> like people believe oh, no. this shit. There are people, there are people that like, I don't even remember who said what, but they were like, Oh no, he's the second coming of Jesus Christ. I'm like, get Gosh. the fuck out of here. Not Joe Biden, but I want to say it was maybe Obama. Somebody oh, was talking about like, no, I like Obama, but I don't think he's 
the second coming of Jesus Christ. I mean, I think if you're so. you're ro- rocking that hard for any politician, like they're all they all have their shit, you know, like um, we all do. Like as right. nice as we are, especially politicians. To, <laughs> right. But if I wanted to run for office here in my little neighborhood, they're going to be like, oh, we listen to your podcast. We're not voting for you, you dirty mouth bitch. Or you know what yeah, I mean? But like we even- all have shit more than that you know like doing things because of financial interests or you know like yeah but like it's becoming like a weird cult thing that i just think is strange and i just try to tell myself if it makes people feel safer or better or like i don't know just let them believe it i don't know what to think anymore well, I think as a young kid, you would hear about politics and you're like, oh, that's for old people. Like, I'm not paying attention to that. But now as I've gotten older was the 2020 election. I truly was not political at all. But that 2020 election was just such a shocker that that's when I really started paying a little more attention. And you to be quite honest with you. or 2020? 2020. 20, oh, 2016. I'm sorry. Yes, you're right. 2016. Um. But I think anywhere you go now, the news is overrun with mm-hmm. political talk. Yeah. So it's not even you can't well, avoid it. Things that shouldn't be, quote unquote, political have become political, you know, like again. So like certain people can get their interests in, you know, they make it something that's political and it's not always. So I don't know. Right. It's just... Right. Like the vaccines and education and all that stuff has been politicized. Yeah. No, I, I, it's true. Um, <sighs> sigh. Right. Huh. Well, I do listen we to the BBC. Like. We have other things that we like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's let's do our five things. Five things that Mandy likes. These are the things that Mandy likes. Five things that Mandy likes. These are the things that Samandy likes. Woo! Thanks, Estelle. That's Stella Sonic from The Strays in the UK. Find them on Western Star Records in the UK. A fabulous rockabilly band. Like, and every week. I'm going to send Estelle a message tonight. Be like, <laughs> girl, what's up? Because I, I just see all the posts about Betty. I haven't really seen much of anything else. So, Betty is her dog. Mm-hmm. Betty's been going to obedience school. She's doing very good. She has uh, some pug friends at the dog park. (laughs) Oh, good for Betty. Like I said, I've been reading all about the adventures of Betty. So uh, thank you to Estelle for her fabulous little ditty for us. Uh, What do you got this week, Steph? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I'll go first then if you want to think. I got to think of something. I couch surfed on Saturday because I, oh, okay. I guess I'll start at the top. I dislike being older and going through, like, I'm always in pain. (laughs) So last Tuesday we recorded and I like had my feet elevated because I'm like, God, my ankle's been swelling and it's sore. By the time we got done recording and I tried to walk on that foot, I could not. Like, I c- couldn't put any pressure on it. It was so swollen on, like, the bottom of my foot and my ankle that I was, like, freaking out. I'm like, do I go to the emergency room? I started being short of breath. <laughs> I started um, having the chills. And I'm like, fuck. Like, what is Probably going anxiety, on? And I'm, right? That part. Well, I... <laughs> 
I don't know. I'm Googling it and it's like blood clot, blood clot, go immediately to the emergency room, blood clot, blood clot. So I'm like, I'm just going to go to bed. Maybe I'll feel better in the morning. And then I'm thinking, well, maybe I'm dehydrated. So I start chugging water, chugging my liquid IV, like that electrolyte mix. And then what happens, right? I got to pee every 30 seconds and I can't walk on my foot. So what do I do? What would you do in that situation? Um, hobble like uh, couldn't hop on even one put foot. That's what I had it. to do when my whole leg was swollen. I just kind of so I couldn't over. hop on one foot because the good foot is the one that needs the new knee. So, okay, like, I was so I was fucked. So I'm like, well, I just bought that new like plastic garbage can at Menards, and it's right there. Um, I guess I'm gonna pee in that. So I peed in a garbage can when I lived with uh, roommates, and really had to pee in there in the bathroom forever. <laughs> okay, so this isn't anything shocking yeah. or new. All right. Well, unfortunately, I'm like peeing in the garbage can. I'm like, okay, this is working. I can do this. This is working. And all of a sudden, it got kind of quiet. And then I realized my stream had changed and I was peeing on my floor. I thought <laughs> so, you were going to say you had a poop. I'm like, ooh, damn, that's no, rough. No, no, I would have, I would have like crawled to the bathroom if I had to poop, but I was just like, okay. So, um, yeah, I went to sleep and like four hours later I woke up and I'm like, yep, it's not any better. I'm going to the ER. So I spent last Wednesday in the emergency room. And what was scary is that they do all these blood tests to see if you have blood clots and they all came back positive. (laughs) So I was like, fuck, I really do have like blood clots. So I did all the CT scans and that's when you you said the CT scans didn't show anything. I'm like, well, why wouldn't that show The CT scans didn't show anything. And I'm like, okay, the doctor said it's possible you could have had a clot, but, you know, we make our own clotting factors or whatever, and my body could have blasted it out already. Mm, And I'm like, you don't need to, like, scan my brain to make sure it didn't go up in there. And she's like, no, you know, you should be okay. But it was, like, scary because those, those clotting factors came back positive, like... And that doesn't happen very often. So um, I've been wearing a boot now while I'm at work, which completely sucks, but it keeps the pressure off the bottom of my foot. So it turns out I had, um, I have a heel bone spur in my heel and plantar fasciitis. And I mean, stuff there could have been clots. So I, that's why I stopped all my hormone pills. I'm like, I'm done. Like, this isn't worth it. Like, yeah, you know. So I'm going to be anxious and not sleeping and having hot flashes. Oh, well, like that's better than dying. So, (laughs) um, so I, I can appreciate all the people at the emergency room. I had a really nice doctor. Um, and, uh, yeah, so the boot I like, but I don't like walking in it. And they gave me a shoe that was too small and my toes hang off of it. So if anybody (laughs) needs a woman's size, small orthotic shoe, I have it. Um, and so I was stuck at home, like resting my leg on Saturday and I finally like ditched Hulu for, I, I've been stuck on a Hulu for a while. So I'm like, let me go to Netflix. Oh my God, stuff. <laughs> I watched this like show. It's like a series. I went through half a box of Kleenex, just crying my what eyes is out. It? It's called From Scratch. And it's like a love story, right? Like, you know, they have a little meet cute and they get married. And it's just like all the trials and tribulations that they go through in life. 
and it's an interracial couple. So they face some issues with that. And it was such a, I want to say it was maybe six or eight episodes and like binge the whole thing. And of course the boys like went to their rooms when they saw I was watching like some sort of romantic show. They're like, we're not watching that shit with you. So then I like, you know, I finished watching it and thank God I was by myself. But I was like, oh, I was like sobbing and I had to keep <laughs> blowing my nose. I had a whole pile of like booger Kleenexes because it was like I it was so sad in a couple parts that I was just like, oh, my God. And then I'm thinking maybe because I'm not taking my hormones. That's why I'm like a mess. But one of the girls at work had watched it, too. And then they said they had seen it either on Facebook or something that people are like, why didn't anybody warn us that this was going to be like this? So, yeah, that sounds like something I won't be watching. Yeah. If you're not in the mood to, like, cry, then don't watch it. But I thought it was really good. It was called From Scratch on Netflix. I thought it was something I like. Oh, good. What do you got? Um, shout out Marilyn. I finally used that weighted blanket and it's amazing. Ooh, does it work? You like uh, it? Yeah. I mean, it's just like how I was saying in yoga when I love when they put those weighted bags on you. Mm -hmm. It's like your whole body though. It's so I, I pulled it up the first night and I was like, oh my God. (sighs) And then I'm like, my neighbors (laughs) are probably like, what the fuck is she doing? (laughs) Moni McMoan face is moaning down Sorry, it's just me and my blanket, I swear. (laughs) Alone down here. Well, so, yeah, have, thank you again. I, I know Marilyn, Marilyn listens. Yeah, I know she listens, but I'll send her a text too and just let I her told know. her when I saw her when I watched the the animals, you know, thank you. I didn't use it yet, but I thanked her. But now I've used yeah. it and I really had to thank her. Well, and I read an article about weighted blankets and they did say that for people that have anxiety, ADHD, like all of those, um, you know, the, all of those I don't know what what we want to call them. They're not mental illnesses, but like, you know, issues. Issues. (laughs) I guess we'll call them issues for lack of a better word. Sorry. But that the weighted blankets are actually like almost part of therapy. Yeah. I mean, I I can see it. That's why like even with kids and dogs, like they put those vests on them, you know, like there's something about being like covered or being like. Oh, like swaddled, right? Like being swaddled or hugged. Yeah, yeah. I I have noticed, especially during the summer, I have like a feather quilt and then I have like a a bedspread, but it's kind of like a quilt on top of that. And in the summer, I would kick off the top quilt and just use the um, feather comforter because it's lightweight, right? Like it could either keep you warm or keep you cool. But I notice I sleep better when I have that heavier quilt on top of everything. So there's got to be some sort of science behind it all. I think there Um, is. Yeah, maybe I should look at. They do have different weighted blankets, like different weights. So like there's like a three pound, a seven pound. So there's like different uh, levels of weighted blankets if you Mm want to like try a Yours is really heavy. I remember yeah, Marilyn it putting it in the car and I was like, holy shit, this is heavy. Yeah. That thing I has to it. weigh like 30 pounds. Mm, no, I, probably 15. You think? I thought I it think was heavier so. than that. That it's was heavy. That I mean, I pick up bags of salt for the softener. That was pretty heavy. I don't think it was um, that heavy. No. <laughs> I mean, it's on my bed and I have to like pick it up and fold it and stuff. It's not like... You're strong, though. I wouldn't fuck with you in a dark alley. That's 
I'm strong, but I'm slow. I'm very slow. Davion always so. says I'll get punched. Like when we even play fight, he's like, you're slow ass punch. Like I like wind up and he's got me like four times before I even make contact. Well, don't so, wind up. You good. I don't just even think up. about it. It's just what I do. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You just got to sucker punch him, man. Winding mm. up. You're so funny. You're yeah. like the three stooges. When I hear somebody winding up on their punch, I think of, I think of the three stooges. <laughs> I love those guys. Like, why I oughta. <laughs> I that one where they're I don't even know. It's like a gypsy one or something, and they're like, Maha, aha. Like and Curly's <laughs> got the thick glasses on and he keeps running into the walls and shit. I don't know. The three stooges were the bomb. When I was little, I loved watching them and the little rascals too. I like the little In rascals. Fact, I never really liked the stooges. No, yeah, I mm. like this. Curly was my, always my favorite. I would be like, oh man, Shemp's on this one. I didn't, I didn't really like Shemp. I like Curly, but the little rascals. I've had Joey and Davey watch some of them. The one where they make the cake, where they like they, they want to put, they charge all these kids to come eat cake because they're trying to raise money and they want to put like surprises in the cake for the kids to find when they cut into their piece of cake, <laughs> but they're putting bullshit in there. Like shoes and combs and like all sort horns from like the bike. <laughs> like they have all these crazy things in the cake and they just dumped everything in there and they put it in the oven and the oven's like making noises and it's about to blow up. And it's one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, I, don't, I think when I think of it, like I remember the episodes when I was young, but I think now I think of the movie because I loved the movie when I was younger. Oh, yeah, the movie, I was like, nah, if it's not all the OG so characters, cute. I'm not watching it. Yeah. Cute. No, I love all the old ones. Um, where were we going with that? I don't know. I interrupted my things with one thing that I like. I interrupted you. So. <laughs> and then we just went off on a tangent. Of course. Well, we we've did. got a We've got a song this week, Steph. And I'm telling you, when you go over to the UK, you got to look up some of these musical guys. Um, this guy's a little young though. He's 20, 22 stuff. So maybe, you know, I just found out my little cousin's going to be there the week. Uh, Davion and I are there. Oh, so that's cool. She's young. I'll have to tell her. Yes. So this is an artist from Sussex and his name is Chris Harper. And here's a song called falling out of love.
And that was Chris Harper with his newest single, Falling Out of Love. Uh, Chris sent that over to us on our RadioMisfits.com website. And he is a 22-year-old indie pop singer-songwriter from Sussex. And he says through his musical project, he aims to inspire those who feel outcasted due to their identity or ambitions. Um, he actually has ADHD and dyslexia, and he says that, um, being able to write songs helps him express himself and it also helps him to cope with his ADHD. So, uh, he definitely has, uh, started this project and it stands for those who want to go against the grain and still choose to pursue whatever they might be passionate about, regardless of where they come from. I like it. So check him out. I know. So when he sent over his his self-description and he mentions Guns N' Roses and Charlie Puth and Taylor Swift, and then he says Two-Door Cinema Club. I'm like, oh, you had me at Two-Door Cinema Club. <laughs> Nobody knows who they are. Yeah, no, but I, I do. Yeah. Well, and how about Taylor Swift with all of her? Like she had 10 top t- in the top 100 or whatever. Her like, fans are crazy, though. So, I mean, yeah, I yeah. think I haven't listened to the album, but it sounds like it's good. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a big T-Swift fan, but um, but two door cinema club. Yep. And now uh, we're fans of Chris Harper. Yep. So, uh, so thanks to Chris for sending that to us. You can find him on Facebook uh, and I'm sure also on Twitter too. 
song. Yeah, and that song was also brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com. Enter discount code bitches at checkout for 33 percent off your entire order free shipping and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy tweakedaudio.com tweakedaudio.com and if you would like to be cool like chris harper go to again radiomisfits.com there is a tab there that says submit music click on that and fill in all of your information. Don't forget to include your links to your original songs. Uh, we do like to feature our unsigned artists on our show. And I'm so excited stuff because I was listening to all these songs and making a list of like everything I have to play. So well, maybe we should do more shows. <laughs> <laughs> so we play songs, but yeah, we've gotten a lot of music. So please go oh, to yes. Radio Misfits. I think it will it's the music we've already played but maybe we'll we can do like a a music show for the weeks that I'm not here yes and I I was doing so good at that like the first year that we were going and then I've kind of slacked off but I do have all of the songs so yeah maybe well, yeah, while I mean, you're it's something on. we could both like do quickly and then play it you know or true like I just you know you can send me your your you know, your little verbal uh, my, blurbs. My speech. Yeah, your little intros or whatever. And then, yeah, and then I can do all the music and, and post that. Because that is one thing I like doing for all the bands. Like, yeah, we play a song on every show, but it's great to do like just one big music show. I know we have quite a few fans that, that they say that that would be like their favorite part is like to revisit all of the songs all at once, like a playlist. So I need to need to get on that. Good idea stuff. Good idea. Oh. I'm full of them. You are. I'm full, I'm of, full something of something. Here. Yeah. <laughs> we both are full of something. Maybe that's what our show. I got goddess and the groceries right across the street over here. So I got a spinach salad and I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to have to oh. poop. <laughs> that happened to me yesterday I didn't eat all day and I was like that's another thing like not taking the hormones I don't really have an appetite so I'm like oh maybe I'll lose a couple pounds <laughs> but I was like on my way home from work and I'm like I had a pop tart at 6 30 this morning and that was it I'm like I guess I better eat what something flavor pop tart uh cherry frosted the best cherry one. that's my you know favorite. what I bought grape I haven't busted grape. them open yet Yes, they have what? frosted grape. That sounds disgusting. I don't know. I mean, we like peanut butter and jelly with grape jelly. Why wouldn't yeah, we like grape? Yeah, but not just grape. Is there peanut butter in the Pop-Tart? Because otherwise... No, but I'm no. sure you. that's an idea. You could dip it in the peanut butter. Mm, I don't know about idea. it. Just might as well eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. All right. I'll try the grape and I'll post. I'll, Let me know. Uh, that doesn't sound good to me. I'm sorry. And my Gen X group, they're always posting about Pop-Tarts because that's what we all lived off of back in the day. And uh, somebody mentioned the grape and how fabulous they were. So I bought them. I just haven't opened them. I ate all the they cherry lied ones to you. first. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that. Wh why would they make them this if they're not Pop-Tart trying to get you? That's um, I don't know. That person works People's, for Pop-Tart and they're trying to get you. <laughs> I really wish they would bring back the Carnation breakfast bars. That's what I really, really want. I keep buying shitty protein bars because they look like the breakfast bar picture, but they don't taste like them. So I keep spending money on shitty protein bars and I don't like any of them. 
Um, what do we have next up? We've got a little bit of dating if we want to get into that, right? Was I supposed to say anything else? No. Oh, you guys can call us 312-508-3552. Apparently, it is our 150th to... episode. It is. We didn't do anything special. We'll do something at the end of November. We'll go by Ed's and drink all of his Fiji water and have a party over Should there. Should I run upstairs and run through his condo streak in? You should. And then go in his freezer and see if it's still just full of French onion soup. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we'll do something special. But if you'd like to call us and congratulate us on our 150th episode, that would be awesome. We'll incorporate it into the next show. Mm -hmm. 312-508-3552. You can text us. I think we can get texts at that number, too. I'm not real sure. But you can send us messages on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. If you're still on Twitter, uh, find us and send us some messages. I keep getting voicemails on our line from some, like, talent agent for this girl, Julie, that used to be a hand model. What? <laughs> There's the, yeah. She, this lady is like, hey, it's me again, Julie. Just, you know, wanting to see if you want to pick up this hand modeling gig or what. And I'm like, oh, my God. We've had this phone number for years. How is okay, it? Hey, like, Julie. Right? Like, you want to, this lady's just calling for a hand job. That's what she's calling for. <laughs> Um, Steph, it is cuffing season. Ugh. Did you know that? I mean, yeah, I guess winter is. Right. So there's, uh, we have four tips to help you get through cuffing season. Um, and for people that are wondering what is cuffing season? Well, when the weather starts getting colder, people allegedly feel an urge to find a significant other to cuddle with. So that's what's happening right now. So if you find you've got like exes crawling out of the woodwork to get with you, it's cuffing season. They're just looking for someone to snuggle up with for the winter and they'll kick you to the curb in the spring. So (laughs) (laughs) Um, just be mindful of that. Uh, so it says, honestly, here it says picking someone up just for a few months can feel disrespectful if you're not being careful. Um, which is true. So it can mess. So cuffing season is basically you're finding somebody to meet your physical, physical and psychological needs. Um, sometimes it can seem really selfish, but as long as you follow these rules for cuffing season, you should probably, you know, get through it. Okay. So rule number one, Steph, be clear. Be as clear as possible about your intentions. Not everyone knows they're starting a cuffing relationship at first. Um, And some people might not realize it until spring hits and suddenly their partner doesn't seem as exciting. (laughs) So (laughs) if you're intentionally just looking for someone temporarily, just be clear about that. You know, I mean, should it always be the rule, even though it's really not? I think it should be the rule too. Like, hey, I'm just looking for someone to cuddle with. Or, I, although I've seen quite a few profiles lately where they're just like, look, I'm just looking for a really good friend. And if something else comes out of it, that's great. So, although in my opinion, when it's on a dating site, they're like, man, we just want to fuck. <laughs> um, number two on our tips: keep a little distance. Like, don't go all in. You know, when, you, when you're cuddling together a couple times a week on the couch and you're introducing your cuffing partner to your coworkers, it really can seem like a, a, a deep dive into an emotional relationship. So perhaps you should try to put a little distance there, you know, yeah. don't spend 
that much time or introducing them to family and coworkers right away, especially if they're not going to be permanent fixtures in your life. So, and if they, if you do want to introduce them to people and they decide, they keep saying no, that's kind of a red flag. So right. <laughs> pay attention. Well, I, I don't know. For me, it's because everybody in my age group, they kind of have kids. And if they like want to introduce you to the kids right away, that's a big red flag. That's like, true I don't too, introduce yeah. anybody to my kids until like, I think we're going to get married. So my kids have really never met anybody I've ever dated. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't made the cut. They haven't made the cut. Number three, communication is key. Keep having check-ins. Um, you know, talk about where you're at, how you feel, how it's going. Um, you know, if you're trying to keep things casual and semi-distant, just make sure you keep checking in and communicating that. Like, don't, you know, don't let somebody romanticize everything and get in over their heads. And then when you're done with cuffing season, be kind and break it off gently. Um, you know, you know, you don't, you don't want to text them and be like, I'm done with you. It's springtime now. <laughs> like, Are you sit trying down to get and talk cuffed to up? I'm not. No, no. I'm actually thinking about going to the toy store. So, oh, okay. no. Yeah. Like, why not? Either that or I just got to charge all my old toys. <laughs> only the only one with the batteries is working right now. So. Um, and then if you're going on dating sites, just be careful. There was a Washington man was meeting up with a woman from a dating app and she actually held him hostage and robbed him at gunpoint. Oh my so, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, this guy met his date on a Saturday night and she met him and had another man with her and they forced this guy to take off his clothes and demanded he transfer $6,000 to them. Um, and so they met on this dating site, the poor guy, 30 years old, he met the woman on plenty of fish. So beware. Plenty of fish to me, it's like so easy and like the first real free one, it feels like it's like a bad one to be on. (laughs) Well, just like Tinder too. I haven't been on Tinder since I was banned from it, but that felt like real shady easy you know yeah yeah sometimes if it's like too easy then it's an issue right then you gotta like it being too easy is a red flag for sure although i want to say when i first started dating i think a lot of guys think like if a person's on a dating site they're just looking for sex it's like a dating site is like a sex app because i remember going on a couple dates and it was like a big disconnect. I'm like, no, we're just meeting. And they were like, um, no, we're hooking up. And I'm like, uh, no, we're not. Yeah. Like, that's, that's not what I'm here for. Right. Right. Cause I'd be like, all right, are you done? Let's go. Let's go. Like, where are we going back to my place? No, we're not like, I don't know what you're thinking. So, um, if you're just now getting on the dating sites and it's new to you, like just be very clear with your intention. Just turn back now. <laughs> Right. I mean, seriously, like, yeah, this poor guy. But I see what went wrong. Fucking five minutes into the date, he's getting robbed because he went to her apartment. You don't just go to somebody's house. I mean, I feel like a man probably thought he was safe, you know. Yeah. Like a woman absolutely should not do that. But a man probably thought like, eh, what's there's no harm. 
Yeah, like it's it's just a little girl. She's not gonna harm me. I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. No, he he got robbed, man. Yeah, I've been seeing you going through. You're going through some things right now. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. Synchronicity, Steph. Are You're you ready? Are you ready? I need are this. Yes, I am ready. You are ready for what? <laughs> for to hear what's the, happening with all these retrogrades. Oh, okay, I'm like, I need. There's a couple things going on. Yeah, so um, Mars in retrograde this time, and I guess there's this lasts for three months. Oh, and God. is it bad? Well, they kind of compare it to Mercury in retrograde, so. I don't know. I'll give you the details. So Mars is the planet of action. It's stationing retrograde in Gemini. It actually did on October 30th. So a couple days ago. And it's going to stay there until January 12th. Um, So in astrology, retrogrades mark slowdowns and revisions. And with this specific retrograde affecting the planet of action, uh, which is Mars, named after the ancient Roman god of war, (laughs) The theme will be cease fire, but it may feel mm. very similar in effect to an inf- an infamously chaotic Mercury retrograde transit. So um, if you look at your natal chart, Mars is usually reflective of how and where we take our action in life. Uh, more broadly, Mars in our sky focuses on our action plan as a collective uh, highlighting our strategic moves and inactions and how they come into focus. So this Mars stuff is stationing retrograde in Gemini in your sign. And Ooh, so then that Gem- means it's good for me. I think so. So Gemini is a Mercury ruled sign that governs communication and media and local communities. So um, this we can expect scrambled communication in our texts and travel plans. Girl, you got a oh, lot of travel plans fuck. coming up, too. This forces us to wait for clarity. So Mars retrograding in a Mercury-ruled sign expect communication to lack momentum and maybe a doubling down Gemini effect. So um, just dig your heels in. You might experience some light bulb moments, too, stuff. So... <laughs> hopefully this it'll be good for you since you're a gemini i've just and my mercury a... is in gemini too oh really so maybe you'll, this is your time to shine maybe i know for me i just i think i read about it like the this retrograde with capricorns and it just says keep your mouth shut so that's what i'm doing like today i was ready to say something at work and i'm like nope i'm gonna keep my mouth shut i'm gonna keep my mouth shut so I did. Um, and then Steph, Jupiter is in Pisces right now, which means good karma payback. So that's happening for two months. And um, for you, your career, your social status, visibility and success are highlighted for Gemini's. I like that. Uh, yes. And Capricorns, which is what I am. Business, sales, media, social contacts, associates, siblings my sister just texted me uh short trips training and information yours sounds like more fun (laughs) yours sounds like way more fun stuff and then we have got a full moon coming up do you feel it do you feel it i don't did we just have one so this is a full moon lunar eclipse in taurus on november 8th we had a new moon oh okay we 
Yeah, we had a new moon eclipse. Now it's a full moon eclipse. So um, it's saying here that relationships, home life, finances could be a target, but that karmic doors open and it will affect everyone as a collective. So be mindful of any self-limiting actions. You may feel as if things are happening to you, but in reality, they could be happening for you. Hmm. Okay. There you go. A lot going on right now with the with the uh, celestial planets. Yes, it's interesting, interesting. All right. Well, you're gonna have to go let Lenny in to come in now. From going, pee-pee. she's in. She's sitting on my chest at the moment. Is she? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're so lucky to have all these little cutie puppies. She's definitely I need a cute one, and I have Albert then Thursday. So from oh one my to gosh, the other. You just had- yeah, you had Albert and then Lenny and now Albert again. Albert's dad nice. is running the New York Marathon this weekend. So Wow, that guy can run. Mm-hmm. And here's me. I can't even walk to the toilet. <laughs> so there we yeah. have it. I know my sister, I tell my sister what happened. She goes, you need diapers. And I'm like, I am not going to wear diapers. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> so I'm just taking my ibuprofen, elevating my leg. Keeping that garbage and- can nearby. I, I know. Well, the next day I like dumped it in the toilet, rinsed it out, washed <laughs> it, sprayed it with my bleach spray. But I'm like, I had drank so many fluids that like I was basically peeing water. So it wasn't even like pee because that was Yeah, my that's bad. how I feel a lot of my pee is. It's just like clear. Yeah, it's clear. It's not, like, so I'm like, I guess I... And then it's like... A then fucking, it's bright yellow. <laughs> what's it called? Sun, not sun-kissed. What's that? Sunny D. Oh, Sunny D. What kind of vitamins are you taking that making your pee that color? It's just bright yellow. Oh, wow. yeah. Well, I do the uh, B complex and it does turn my pee Yeah, that's yellow. what I take too. Yeah, yeah. Well, and B vitamins are good for you. I've been reading up on different stuff and uh, yeah. So just, I guess hopefully the, in the new year I will get healthier. I want to say one of these horoscopes i read it said like the next couple months that's what my capricorns are going to be focusing on health I'm well like, you're gonna okay. have that new knee so you'll be oh running a marathon even... in no time no my cousin keeps saying she goes the more shit that happens to you they keep finding more and more shit wrong with you you're not even going to end up having that surgery you're going to have to have something else going on i'm like don't <laughs> say that like, I'm looking forward to just four weeks of painkillers. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, yeah. So we'll see. I've got to call into a couple doctors to find out, like the podiatrist. Like, how fucking old am I? I got to have a podiatrist now. Give well, one thing you're, you're good about actually going to the doctor. I mean, I feel like I don't. Yeah, well, I. I have a physical (laughs) job, but I mean, my problem is I have a physical job. There is like my hands, my arms, my legs, um, like everything I for the past 17 years, like my job is so physical. The wear and tear on my body is finally catching up. That's the problem. Like if I, you know, had like a sitting down job, I would be in perfect shape. I would be running marathons. It's, It's worse to sit. All day. You think? So bad for your body. Yeah. That's why I like I like that I have to like walk dogs and shit because they say sitting is like the worst thing you can do. I actually like miss retail when I was like 
moving all on day. your feet. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, I used to walk, girl. Like I would do 5Ks, like speed walking. I, I just miss being able to walk. Well, that's, <laughs> like, your, that's once your knee is taken care of, you should be. I should be good. Yeah. Yeah. It's just frustrating. I don't, you know. And again, it was like the perfect storm. So who knows what all contributed to this stupid foot injury, but it's annoying. So because when you wear the boot on the left foot, it fucks the knee on the right leg. And that's the one I got to have replaced. So I just, I don't know, you know, it gets you down when you're physically just not feeling great. That's what I'm saying, though. At least like you're getting it checked true right yeah i'm following up with my doctors if only they would call me back bastards i don't know what to say it's my one guy we call him dr lee ho you see you've never seen grandma's boy that's the guy's name in that movie dr lee ho (laughs) (laughs) you gotta watch that movie stuff seriously i do like what's his name nick swarst and i've just never oh my god and he's hilarious in there that that movie is one of my favorites we quote movie lines from that movie so frequently around here like you know my beef is strong (laughs) your beef is wrong yeah like when somebody farts yeah that's what we (laughs) I have the DVD if you want to watch it, but I don't think you have a DVD player, do you? No, I don't. Who has a DVD player anymore? I do on my ancient computer, girl. And I think the kids on their Xboxes, maybe they can watch DVDs on there. At least they used to be able to. I don't know. I don't know nothing about those gaming systems. Only games I play are with men. No, I'm kidding. All right. Okay. I was like, did I lose you? No, you're still there. All right. Well, we are for sure going to try to get another show in before you leave. But I don't know. Are we going to be able to do that? Yeah. I'm around. Okay. Well, because you're going to San Fran and then you're heading to... Yeah. I'm going to San Francisco on Monday, though. So... Okay. And I'll be home this weekend. I won't be dog sitting i will be at my house so cool yeah i only have a haircut on saturday and then i'm good to go so right right on we will definitely then see you next tuesday see you next tuesday